The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back to Brutal Nation. I'm your host, Scott Alexander. Right across from me is the one, the only, the hairiest beast of them all. The scariest beast of them all. Tammy, the Sasquatch. Underwood. Say hello to the Smithsonian. (laughs) Hello? (coughs) Smithsonian? (laughs) I'm so happy that they missed you with those tranquilizer darts. I was going to say, I just shaved my pits recently. Leave me alone. (laughs) Nair, here nobody wonders. is afraid of me, honestly. <laughs> well, and this is the weird thing, because you say that, right? And I know nobody's afraid of me, because I've been told I have rusting bitch face, but literally, complete strangers will come up to you in the grocery store and tell me the weirdest shit. <laughs> it's like, and when I sit, I just had my teeth pulled, could not talk, and I'm sitting in the pharmacy with my best friend, lady comes up and starts talking to me about how she said she came into the store to go to the bathroom but forgot all about it. I'm like, did I need to know this? I can't even respond to you. That's how, you know. But yeah. <laughs> it's bizarre. Once I start talking to people and they get disarmed, you know what I mean? When they get past the fact of that I look like a criminal. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden it's like, well, I've got a daughter and she's like 23 years old. And she's kind of a twat. But, you know, she's trying to see her, her, her way through life. She's crashed three cars, has a heroin addiction. I'm like... This is more information yeah. than I need. I don't know you, lady. Yeah. I don't know your it, family. Exactly. I mean, it's bad enough because in the small town I used to live in, I couldn't go to the store without somebody I knew seeing me and wanting to talk forever. <laughs> That's when Kitty would take the, the grocery cart around and just put random stuff in. You know, and then we get to the cash register. I'm like, where'd that come from? (laughs) But I would, of course, pay for it. But, you know, because I figured I owed her something for making her wait. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. All right, let's get into Todd's second call. I heard. Do not use three-way or call waiting features during this call. Thank you for using Global Tail Link. Oh this my is, god. This is no, where my brain went. Like, hold on. I know, I was gonna say the this recording. Is... Oh my god, I said, do not use three way during this comma. <laughs> if we could, we would. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You, you can use three way, but you gotta pay extra. <laughs> I know, right? Well, you know. Waste not want not. Exactly. Because I was thinking, oh, Scott, we can't have the three-way now. <laughs> oh, that's disturbing, man. I've already learned enough about your back door, and now the three-way thoughts are stuck in my head. Freaking forever. You know now you know how you I know, feel. <laughs> I had a talk with my mom one time, because my grandmother used to always tell me, waste not, want not. So I took that into my dating, because I figured, you know, waste not, want not. I mean, why, why let a, a night go away, you know, with, Enjoy this. Yeah, exactly. And she, my mom, my mom decided to call me, had me over one day, and she wanted to criticize because my mom was a queen of criticizing. And uh, turned around and asked me, she's like, "Don't you want to save any?" I was like, "Save what?" She's like, "Well, you have so much sex." I'm like, "Yeah, not really. Yeah, and well, don't you want to save any? You know, what if you run out?" I'm like. Mom, it doesn't really work that way, I think. But I was like, but then I told her, like, but I'm okay with that. She said, huh? I said, think about it, Mom. At least if I run out, at least I enjoyed it to the fullest. The worst thing is, is for me to die and still have three in the magazine. 
That I mean, is I could have used those. <laughs> but why? She went, hey, but I mean, hey, she asked, if you're going to open up a door, don't be surprised when I walk in it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Oh, you know, I, I, I tend to be very blunt. I I tend to be very blunt. I try to be very respectful. But, I mean, if you get me joking around, anything's possible. You know, we like it when you laugh, just not point. This um, is true, man. I got to get a cup of coffee. I'll be right back. All right, go get some. Hey. You two entertain yourself. Can you get me some cup, coffee, cup of too, coffee. Yeah, I'll be the coffee bitch today. Good. We, we usually have but a I coffee mean, goddess, but, I mean, but she's not here today. I know. How did you not get him coffee? Uh, no, we've well, had coffee you know, he already. But he's getting up right well, now, so. <laughs> you know, because mm. I'm better at carrying a conversation than he is. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Because, <laughs> you know, you never know what's going to, you know, the words that are going to come out of his mouth. I had to clarify that statement really, you know, quickly. But, um... <laughs> You know, but no, you, we both had coffee already this morning. But like I said, we started this at 6 a.m. with you, which means we had to get up at like 4.30. Um, so, you know, we need somebody to get our coffee. Wow. And our beer tender and our coffee goddess are not here. So we have to wait on ourselves today. Well, at least, at least, at least for all this, I tried to entertain you and, and make it to where you stay awake. It, that's uh, true. That's true. Because me being a guy... If you fall asleep on me, I'm just going to roll you over and get it anyhow. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we need. You know, you're, you're, don't, do not do not confuse participation with presence. Okay, <laughs> um, I appreciate when you have participate, but just your mere presence. I was going to say you just suffice. need me there, right? <laughs> now, I would not say as far as going as far as. Uh, 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 Bill Cosby, I like you to be awake or at least cognate. Right, and to re- you know, yeah, I no, I get it, I get it. <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, at least uh, you know you can you can sleep in and go just 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 let me sleep in. All right, I'll, 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 I'll be quiet. Just give me a minute. I'll, I'll be down in a minute. It'll be all right. But um, <laughs> no, we were talking earlier about Megan. Of course, of course, I go right. up to Megan. I don't know. Right, right, right. But uh, yeah, she she but she was just standing on top of the bush hog, mm-hmm. and I, I just no threat. And once I got her calmed down, I mean, I got rid of Johnny, and I mean, I I, I had you know I brought her pizza and and something to eat and drink and all that and a bunch of cigarettes. You know, uh, you know, gave I made a huge mistake. I mean, I mean a lot of things, a lot of mistakes. But, I mean, I gave her, you know, a, a lighter and uh, Newports, and all of a sudden she got excited as hell. And, I mean, I'm like, all right, well, we can make something out of this. I'm thinking I don't have to hurt her. I just don't know what the hell to do with her. Right. And, honestly, the, the, day, that I, the day that I killed her, I had the hardest damn time. And I was mad because, I mean, I opened up that building, and, I mean, the amount of smoke that came out, and, I mean, there's 200,000 rounds of ammo in there, and she's – Happy as hell. I don't know how she survived, but she's happy as hell smiling with all this burnt toilet paper and burnt ammo boxes. You know, thankfully it didn't get through uh, to the actual boxes themselves. It was the outer boxes that got kind of smoldering. Everything's marked federal or hornady. Everything's marked or, or D. Right. What the hell is the matter with you? Um, but I went, out, I, I went outside and stood in the rain. 
took you know went to the went to the front door and I had a, a a lawn chair that I kept right outside the uh, the storage building the the shipping container and that's where I when I would go in the building I would put my pistol on top of the uh, on top of the chair and that's where I kept it all the time when I walked in because I mean I had to handle somebody in there I was like I don't want to have a gun right there that's hard enough to be moving people around without having that in the way and. I turned around and I mean, I went out and stood in the rain for like 15 minutes, mad as hell, trying to figure out what in the hell to do with her. You know, clearly going to Tennessee isn't going to work. Giving her a bunch of money and, and trusting her to just disappear wasn't going to work. I mean, she just tried to light 200,000 rounds of ammo on fire. I've got an unstable person that I, I, I lost options. And then I, I went back in, got her and brought her out and did what I did. Um, she never saw it. She never felt it. It's not a good thing, but at least she didn't. The light, you know, the light switch got turned off. Uh, it, it, it was. I don't know what else to do. No. So yeah, I, I don't. I don't condone killing women if I can help it. And and just to hunt them is is right. cowardly. I mean, women yeah, are to be enjoyed, Hansen, yeah. not hunted. <laughs> and that's actually what I say about the hookers women all the are time. Not to be, like, because I stand up for hookers, hookers a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and here's why. Here's why. Because normally, no law enforcement agency gives a yeah, shit. None. When hookers start getting killed until the media makes a big deal about it. They go, oh, no, we've been investigating this the whole time. Bullshit. Yeah. No, you haven't. No. You just said, okay, hookers are dying. No one cares. And with the exception, I always say this, Rochester PD yeah. in New York. Because they are on it like blue bonnet. Well, look at the Grim Sleeper. He operated for decades. Because he targeted prostitutes. Yeah. You know, and our famous saying is, and we have this saying that we've been saying since the beginning, hookers are people too. You know? They are. But my question... I don't agree with... Go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. My thing about hookers, I mean, they're they're doing a job that, let's face it, if we weren't trying to buy it, they wouldn't be selling it. They're not doing it because they just like lots of dick. Uh, For whatever reason, drug habits or trying to pay the, you know... Right. Whatever, the, whatever the need to pay the bills, maybe they don't have any other skills. Men have been paying for it since the dawn of time. Okay, hunting a woman for that is is absolutely asinine. Right. And I've had people who who have ridden me in, who want to, and I've had a bunch of real freaks in here that I've had to put almost forget the way I'm gonna phrase this, put a leash on them. That you don't kill women, you don't touch kids ever. Right, but these right. guys get these weird glints in their eye because they want to hear about, oh, you had Kayla tied up. Like, oh, man, I want to do that. Don't do that. Do not do that. Yeah. And, they, and I've had guys call, guys write in and tell me about how they want to, they, you know, they're thinking about getting on, the, getting on the scoreboard. I'm like, all right, well, it's an open admission. I mean, uh, get on the board. Do what you got to do. Well, I'm thinking about going to another town and, 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 and kill me a prostitute. I'm like, whoa, cowboy. Hold the fuck up. Why in the hell would you kill a woman who just put her head or whatever else in your lap? Right. Why would you do that? She ain't done nothing to you but what you want her to do. Okay? Right. Enjoy your moment and then let her go because here's the thing. I may want it again next week. Right. So if you kill her, unless you're just a total, yeah, no, um, why do that? Now, like I told one guy, that I'm pretty sure he went to prison for it because he disappeared after I told him what to go do. Uh, he wanted to go kill a prostitute to get on the board. And I told him, 
do not do that. I, I, that is not TK approved. I do not condone that ever. I said, but here's what you do. Go walk up on about three gangbangers. Just find three at random. Fuck it. They want to play. I mean, you want to act like a thug. You want to be a little badass. You want to carry a gun, and you think you're the, you're the predator of, you know, out there. Well, guess what? Sometimes predators become prey. You're right. not top of the food chain. Don't tell them a damn thing. Don't walk up and say shit. Just walk up and start dropping. Unload on them, and then leave. Yeah. Be done. They want to play. They want to play so damn bad, and they want to be this this hardcore gangster that you know wants to go flash and thinking they tough. All right, well, that is a that is a TK approved target. Go hit them. Show them what it's like to be the prey. Maybe maybe being a gangbanger is not so damn cool. Right. I, I'm cool with that. Uh, and of course, after I told him to do it, uh, he wrote a couple more times, psyching himself up, and then he just stopped writing. And either a they dropped his ass or he went to prison. Right. So, uh, um, is okay. what it is. But yeah, don't kill women. Don't 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 have them as sex slaves. That shit doesn't work. It's right. a hell of a lot. Of, if you wanna if you want a sex slave, go on a website like FetLife <laughs> and ask a lady, hey, you wanna be my wanna be my 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 my, my sex slave? And uh, you know, there right. are women who who like that shit. But when you're done, un uncuff the girl and let her go home. Or take her to Zales and move her in. You know, do what you gotta do. Well, yeah, because there are, I mean, and this is kind of weird to say, because some people don't understand it, but there are a lot of women who have consensual rape fantasies. You know. Tammy. What? Tammy. <laughs> what? Possibly Scott. <laughs> oh. Okay, now I thought you were trying to say something to me, and now I get it. No, I do not have that because my past. But yeah, no. <laughs> See, me, me, me and Scott are gonna have me. Me and Scott are gonna have to have a, a, a talk later on, possibly sex ed, because while he does stand up for prostitutes, he's doing it wrong. Usually, I lay down for him. <laughs> Well, here's the reason why I stand up for prostitutes on, on a very serious note. It's because them, el the elderly and children, are the most victimized. Yeah, they are. And why? Because they're easy targets. Mm -hmm. They're very easy, very accessible targets. And low-income, yeah, low-income right. people, yeah. You know, so you get these assholes out there, like, um, like Arthur Shawcross, for example. He targeted hookers. And, uh, you know... And, and he also had two kids under his belt. Right. Because, and, and to me, that, that that's just being a coward. Like, yeah. seriously, man. You're, you're picking on somebody who cannot at all defend themselves right. against you. And, right. and here he is, you know, because yeah, he, uh, this, the dude was just disgusting. Thankfully, he, he kicked off and died. But, yeah. Um, you know, I, it's, it's just terrible, man. Well, but I, I yeah. totally agree. You don't, you don't touch kids and you don't. You know, don't don't be out there hunting women and shit like that. If you want a real sport, no. get somebody your own size, yeah. you know, and, and, and hey, go yeah. at her. Like you know? Robert Hansen did, you know. Yes. He, yeah, he would, like, like kidnap them and take them to, a like, a private little island up in Alaska that they couldn't escape from. Tell them, let them go and say, you know, go ahead and go, and then he would hunt them. Yeah, with a rifle. Mm -hmm. uh, even, that, even that was kind of weak, because half the time, if I read it right, he, they were naked. They yes. had no weapon. Yeah. Okay. I have no problems with people who hunt. Okay. But Bambi, Bambi doesn't have a gun. You're shooting from a deer stand. 
and you're covered in deer piss, okay? You're, you know, everything a female deer just loves, I guess. Um, uh, but, I mean, hunting yeah. somebody, I can see the, the appeal of hunting another human, and that's why certain professions exist. But, I mean, um, if she's not armed, if she's not aggressor, that's, that's not really even a valid target because then she has no way of really fighting back. Now, you want to give her a gun or you want to go at her with a spear if you've got her own, uh, but why, why, why get a woman? At that right. point, if you want a sport, kidnap two or three dudes that you don't like, stick them on an island and go, all right, uh, on the other side of the island is three spears, and we're going to do this. And let, right. let's let's have some fun. Hunger Games I mean, style. Going up against <laughs> going going up against me with a gun, honestly, is, is stupid. I shoot four hundred rounds a day, every day of the year. I stay proficient. You're not going to beat me with a gun, Bertie. Either. There are people who will, but it, odds are it's not you. Okay. Right. But if you want to be sporting, if you want to be sporting, go up against three at a time. Go right. up against multiple. Go up against guys. You want to be the you want to you want to play Call of Duty and you want to watch all this shit and you want to think you, you you're hard until all of a sudden you realize that oh, oh shit shit just got real and there's no refresh there's no respawning right. yeah run bitch <laughs> um, that's a sport I can see yeah. that a sport but to tr- chase a naked woman around an island is is just abusive yeah that's just abusive. I, I mean, if you, want to, if you want to do it, find a couple of dudes and get it on. Yeah. And like with, with, with Hanson, he would actually, he would let them go and actually stalk them and then watch them in a panic, like they would be in a panic, trying to escape this island and not even take the shot or nothing like that. And that, you're right. That's just abusive. That's just torturing yeah. them for no good yeah, that's, fucking reason. That is psychological torture on its own. But I kind of want to go back to Megan for a minute because, first of all... Yeah. How how close were your neighbors out on that property, dude? It was like ninety some odd acres or hundred. Right, acres I or knew some that, shit. but um, not very close. <laughs> no, but like, the near the nearest neighbor from where that happened was probably about the one. To, if you if you're looking from the land from mm-hmm. the from the road, the one closest to the buildings where it happened was probably about two hundred and fifty yards away, which was this white house to the side. But I'm telling you. I had, I mean, the, the Glock had a suppressor on it. That one had a, uh, a coastal, right. coastal uh, ultimate uh, forty suppressor. They didn't hear shit. See, and that they didn't hear shit. I wasn't worried about what they heard, but the smoke coming from the building was there like heavy smoke, or was it just starting to billow out? Oh no, no, it had it, it, it. The smoke had mostly stayed inside the building. Oh, okay. There, the, a shipping container does have these little, little ports that have uh, like little grills that have like little filters and little holes through it right to equalize equalize the pressure right. inside of it but they're really not great for airflow for someone in it so you really don't want to make any smoke or anything stupid because you will suffocate if right you do something like that. that's why i thought she was already dead i was like what the hell when i opened okay. the door when i opened the doors when all the smoke came out and it, it, such a cloud came out. I don't know how in the hell she was alive because I mean, like I said, it was literally I couldn't even see through the building, and my wow. tack light almost couldn't go to the back. I mean, it was that damn thick. Uh, it was all this smoldering toilet paper. I had cases and cases and cases of cases of toilet paper stocked up, and she lit the shit on fire. 
They would have loved um, him during the COVID pandemic, huh, Scott? No shit, man. Oh, I know. I'm, I, had, I had all those guns, all this ammo. I had solar on everything. I had water treatment equipment. I had uh, water filters. And I had enough food to feed 10 people for four years or four people for 10 years. Wow. I, I was good. Uh, when, when, when I got arrested, I actually tried to donate all that food to the, the homeless shelter, the, the soup kitchens. Right. And the victims' families refused. I don't even know why the hell we even asked them. I don't even know, right. why, I don't even know why my attorney even asked them. But he said, well, i gotta, I got to ask them first. For what? It's my food. It's got nothing to do with them. Well, they're going to sue you. Well, no shit. But A, it's still mine right now. And B, and you, yeah. it's, food out, it's food in a building. What the hell? Well, um, it like has no so um, had, monetary value because you really can't sell that. Again, you know what I mean? No. So I tried to donate. I mean, I, literally, it was it, it would have filled up uh, a good U-Haul, big U-Haul. Mm-hmm. U-Haul, U-Haul and a half worth of food. And, I mean, I had a lot of freeze-dried stuff. I had stuff stacked up for that, would you know, all kinds of stuff. Um, just piled up. Uh, of course, with me being German, everything had a label on it. But, uh, of course, girlfriend told me on the label maker, she said, if I wake up and I find girlfriend number one on my forehead, it's going to be your ass. I said, well, <laughs> you didn't tell me is, I couldn't put girlfriend number two. Is that really a German thing? Because I label everything, too. Like, I love my label maker. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the Rolodex you, still. Like, I put well, that on my headboard. By the way, there, I can flip it to the appropriate name. You're so stupid, Scott. Well, I mean, do you, Tammy, do you have any German in you? I do. I mean, you want some more? <laughs> I was, you know, I had a friend that used to say that about Polak, Polish people because he was part Polish. He goes, "Got any Polak in you?" But no, I'm I'm part German and Dutch. Yeah. So, well, cool. there, so there you go. <laughs> so I'm a mutt. Uh, yeah, totally. Well, see, and the funny part about that is, is I I wasn't raised with my dad. I, my mom left him when I was three, and I didn't like hook up with it, you know, meet him again until I was 18 because she didn't want me to have anything to do with him. So when I asked him, we did a genealogy thing when I was in elementary school, and I knew I was part German and Dutch because uh, my mom's side of the family is very proud of their heritage. And I remember coming back home one day and I said, Mom, I know I'm German and Dutch on your side, but what is my father? She goes, jerk. And I literally went to school the next day and says, I'm German, Dutch, and jerk. And my mom got a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I told people, I told people, I told people at, uh, at school that my mother was an alien. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> That's horrible. That's freaking awesome. Are you kidding me? No. I wish I would have thought of that shit. No, I mean, going back to Megan one more time, I mean, I know I keep going back to her, but do you think that she lit that fire because she I thought would. it <laughs> Do you think that she lit that fire because she thought you would let her go then? Or was it just No. Okay. I think I think she had some manic depressive stuff going on with her because oh. she would go quiet at one moment and then she would be bouncing all over the friggin' place. Yeah, that does uh, sound like when I when yeah. I walked in the building when I walked in the building, I mean, she literally looked like a retard who just got all the all, all the buggers off the small bus. I mean, she was just happy as hell. Someone wow. had just gave her a whole jar of paste and like for a <laughs> Christmas gift. I don't get it, but she literally was was. She had like that manic like look just, in her eye. 
Yeah, and I was like, "What in the fuck did I just walk into?" Wow. And uh, I don't think she, I don't think she was going to be found. Uh, there was no way for. I mean, I, I burn stuff out there all the time, brush. So smoke is not going to cause a problem. Okay. Uh, the the ex, the exploding ammo would have caused a problem. That right. definitely would have caused a problem. Uh, when two hundred thousand rounds of ammo cook off, trust me, the cops are going to get called. Right. Um, the uh, but as far as the the um, the smoke, it really once the doors opened, the smoke went up. I mean, this is this is uh, Christmas Day. Everyone's indoors. It's a cold gray day. It's raining. It's not like there was this big, you know, a fi- there was no fire. Everything was smoldering and, and a little burning. Okay. But it was just a massive amount of smoke came out. I don't know how the hell she was breathing because honestly, walking in there, I was like, holy shit! Right. Uh, I almost went back and got a ga- I almost went back and got a, fa- uh, a mask uh, just to get through because I wasn't sure what the hell was burning and it was it was thick as hell. It caused me to cough. So she was just sitting there like it wasn't shit. Wow! Like she was just in her glory. I don't know what the hell it was, but then I decided, you know what, this this one is off the, off the hinges. I don't know what to do with her. I can't let her go. I can't trust her. I sure as hell can't keep her. Uh, I'm not going to rape her. I'm not going to do any of that shit. That is not going to happen. Right. So I, I decided, you know what, the best way to deal with it is for her to rejoin Johnny. She yeah. came out of the building. She looked at me. Then she looked away to walk away. And when she walked, when she looked away, gun came up, and I hit I hit the the lower part of the back of the head where the mm-hmm. the, the I can never pronounce it obligato whatever the hell it is. Medulla oblongata. <laughs> I could never remember how to say that. <laughs> but if you hit that, if you. If, if you hit that, the lights just go out. There's no jerking. There's no moving around. It's like cutting right. the strings of a puppet. And she never felt it. I never got off on, on, on teasing or harassing my victims. Right. I've got nothing to say. You're not going to walk in. If you're, if you're talking to your victim, you're either talking yourself into it, which you shouldn't be there, or talking yourself out of it, which means you shouldn't be there. Right. I'm not going to harass them. There's nothing. What What the hell are you going to tell a dead person? Nothing. Right. Get in. Be as efficient as possible. I don't want you to feel pain. I really don't. I'm not going to shoot you in the dick. I'm not going to be an asshole about it. I, I use right. I use uh, hydro shocks because of the, the the hydrostatic shock basically knocks you on your ass. You're no longer a threat to me. And... Honestly, with that kind of hydrostatic shock, two rounds to the chest, you're not really feeling shit. You're just checking out. Right. It's about as efficient as you're ever going to get. If you're going to shoot me, please shoot me with a federal hydroshock, you know, or a federal gold match, 168 yeah. grain, uh, hotel point, uh, and 308 caliber, please, because uh, I'm never going to feel it. Right. It's just going to, you're just going to check out. Well, and this kind of goes you know. back to one of our earlier episodes but he used the 22 is patrick kearney oh he yeah. would not torture his victim i mean he operated around the time william bonin and randy Kraft did, who tortured their victims but patrick kearney would literally as soon as he had his like knew he was gonna hurt them he would shoot them and then do his thing but yeah and i, I mean we had a lot of respect for him for that if you're just gonna kill if you're gonna kill someone for a reason kill them but torturing yeah. them, making them feel pain, scaring the shit out of them, 
that just says you're a coward and you're an asshole. Right. You that know, was that was it's both. Bad, Randy it's, bad, it's bad enough. It's bad enough that you're checking them out. Bad right. enough. Yeah. And that was uh, so. But I mean. Uh, to 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 kind of keep you up to breast of, of what we're talking about because I know that you don't research serial killers. Yeah. So I did a a, a three parter about uh, Patrick Kearney, William Bonin, and and Randy Kraft. Right. And they were all considered the three the freeway killers. And during this time, L.A. thought that they had one serial killer because mm-hmm. uh, all the mo's were the same, all the disposal methods were the same. They were similar. Yeah. They, but they didn't know each other. They had no idea. And uh, we have William Bonin who, uh, like, he literally raped one of his victims with the end of a pool cue. And the kid died of shock. And, and he died of shock. And mm-hmm. he had Randy Kraft who tortured and burnt genitals with, uh, yeah. with, with, like, a cigarette lighter from his car, mm-hmm. things like that. And then you got Patrick Kearney. And Patrick Kearney, because they, they, they all targeted young homosexual men, Patrick would lure them into the car. Shoot them in the head, they're done, and then rape their dead body, which sounds disgusting. But right. honestly, if I've got to go, I would take it that way. Like, yeah, totally. Because and yeah, then you don't know, you don't know, you're dead, you're done. And then he was he, he was wanted by the police, and him and his partner fled. And then they they were talking to coming back, and they literally walked into the police station, looked up at their wanted potion, said, uh, "Yeah, we're them." You know, so they turned themselves in, and when Patrick was confessing, they asked him about all these other ones, and he was like, what are you talking about? Then all of a sudden he goes, oh, no, I'm not that serial killer, <laughs> you know? So that's when they realized they had more than one on their hands. Well, see, this is very unappreciative, because obviously L.A. had a BOGO deal. You know, buy one serial killer, get two for free. Right, yeah. right, right. They appreciate it. Yeah, no, William Bonin and Randy Kraft were horrible people. You know, but yeah, Patrick Kearney, I mean, and that's one of the things that was, I mean, the first episode we did where we actually had empathy for the perpetrator was Carl Panzram. But then it's like, as we kept going on, it's like we could see different aspects that, you know, they are, I mean, that's why we talk to, you know, we reach out to people now is because we realize that, you know, serial killers are people too and they're not all monsters i mean you have some like william bonin and stuff but i mean you have some that's like you know they were something before they started killing people you know well and, and when you invite us over to dinner just make sure it's not Dahmer. you, know, you guys gotta <laughs> you know, work around <laughs> Dumber, well, we're all different Scott. we're all different some of some are, some are very very perverted mm-hmm. and there are some that are not i mean we're we all have issues Right. But I mean, clearly, um, right. you know, I have a ber- very strict sense of, of right and wrong, even though my, my moral compass is all screwed up. Right. It is okay for me to kill you if you're, if you're an asshole. It is not okay for me to, to, walk, to you know, take your wallet when I'm done. Right. You, I will bury you with your wallet and your keys and your watch. All that. I'm not going to take a damn thing from you. Um, Kids are not to be touched. I don't kill old people. I don't kill kids. I really don't like killing women unless I get in a position where I have no other choice. Right. Um, if I have a problem with one person, 90, 95% of the time it's going to turn out into a verbal confrontation when we talk it out. If, if it turns into more than one, it's almost a 90% chance it's going to be a confrontation. Right. I, I, once, it, once it becomes a group... Especially with males, if you team up on me, I am going to kill you. 
I'm not listening to you. I'm now trying to figure out how I'm going to kill you. Right. And most of my altercations were groups. Usually they were armed. Not always. There are times that I, you know, uh, Charlie didn't have a weapon. I didn't know. Johnny clearly had a weapon. Right. Uh, the bike shop, they had three guns. I mean, the guy, they like to let people know they had guns. Well, surprise, so does most of America. Especially uh, in the South. You, you walk into a... In the South, you're born with a you gun in your hand. <laughs> Damn right, you're born No, you're not. No, no, they say that shit. They say that shit, but that's not true. Because the South, you've got a lot of old, good old boys with your rifles and your shotguns and shit. But you, you look at the newspaper down here, and you'll see a shotgun, a rifle, and... Uh, uh, a couple, of pit, you know, maybe a, a, a sit, not a sit, but you'll find like a um, Old Smith and Wesson or a Glock for sale. You won't find hardly shit. But then you turn around and you go out to Arizona, and the newspaper's got four pages of a newspaper for guns for sale. Wow. The Midwest is way more guns. And, you know, it's kind of funny because we're moving guns down into Mexico. At the same time, you got guns from Mexico making their way up here. <laughs> True, true. <laughs> Just different types of, types of stuff. It's fair trade. Um, it's fair trade. <laughs> just like just like the coffee that I and buy. Then you got all the fair trade. And then I mean, we got people here who go around and buy guns at, at pawn shops and off. You know, anybody who wants to sell a gun, throw it in, throw it in the trunk of your car, drive up to New York, and I mean, my God, a, a two hundred dollar piece of shit is you know a thousand dollar pistol up there. I can offload the entire car load at one-stop shopping. Right. Turn right back around and do it again. Now, I never did that, but, I mean, it, it, it's – the world has guns. And anytime you have an altercation, you're foolish not to think that everybody in the room now has guns. Right. Um, you know, the bike shop, they had a Glock 23, uh, um, an AR-7, which was a pimped-out twenty two rifle, and they had a Tech 9. I'm like, okay, so you definitely had hardware, but you didn't pick it up. It was, it was behind the counter, and the other one was on the office desk sitting there. You, you didn't pick it up. Bad move. Yeah. For some odd, for some odd reason, I like challenges. I, I don't want to hunt women. I don't want to mess with kids. Uh, granny, on you, you know, I, I try to respect elders. I don't like very many of them because they drive like shit with the damn Buicks. But oh if you can goodness. live that long, but if you can live that long, show them respect that they've managed to get there because life is hard. Right. Anybody's life is hard. Shit happens. Show them the respect. Realize that maybe you might get there one day. Maybe. And just... Go around them and, 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 and don't flip them off. Just just go around and go on with your day. It's not that big of a deal. But yeah. um, if you want to target, go after go after people who want to play. They, they they want to do the shit. I like my I like my victims armed. I like them aggressive. I like them in groups. It ups the challenge. Right. I mean, a lot of my altercate a lot of my altercations were forced on me. But guess what? A lot of my altercations were not. A lot of them, I was the aggressor. I mean, they did some right. stupid shit, and I was the aggressor, and I will own that. You know, yeah. the bike shop never should have happened. The bike shop never should have happened. Charlie never should have happened. I should have been messing with Kayla because I knew what Kayla was. Right. I mean, um, 
I'm surprised messing with her. My STDs didn't have STDs. I was just going to ask um, you about that because I, I was giving this a thought earlier this week. I'm all, God damn, man. I'm surprised that Todd didn't wind up with some weird-ass STD that they go, we've never seen this shit before. Have you been boning Kayla? You'd be like, um, maybe. Maybe. Uh, mind your business. Just figure this shit out. Yeah. Well, and Scott, he brought well, up I mean, I, Buicks, right? He needs to be around... Kitty's dad, Kitty's mom, the Asian, old Asian women are the worst. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Fucking do 35 miles I mean, an hour on the freeway. Asian women that, are bad, but you know. <laughs> 35 miles an hour in the fast lane on a major interstate. And I don't know why everybody hunk a horn at me. <laughs> Get the fuck out of the way. Good luck, everybody run. else. That's my favorite thing. I, Good luck, everybody else. I could go across four lane of traffic now. And you're like, oh, that made my butthole pucker up. That's great. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've had him. I've had him weaving in and out of traffic. I, I I was driving by one one time, and also some old man. He drove off the road and hit a tree that was down the sidewalk. I'm like going, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, I had some old lady going down the road that kept changing lanes. There's only me and her in traffic. That's it. Going down 221, and all of a sudden she go to the left lane, then the right lane, and she straddled the lane. I'm like, okay. And I pull up beside her to go by her, and I go like, oh shit. Um, yeah, you got to go around her because she she's gonna hit somebody. Right, right. Um, I mean, I'm not mad at her. I just think at a certain age they should take away. If you can't, you should be checked out more for your eyesight and, and competency. You should be checked out more often for for other people's safety. And if right. you can't drive, you you need to, to turn over your license and your keys. And we should make arrangements to get them wherever the hell they want to go. Right. Agreed, this is America. Yeah. Why are we? Why are? Why are we giving all this money to other countries? But we got mm-hmm. veterans on the street. Exactly. No veteran should ever be on the street. Matter Agreed. of fact, no American should be on the street. Right. You're in America. Why the hell are you on the street? Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't be there. We should take care of the people who who took care of us. Right. Um. Now we're talking about lowering the standards for police. We just had all kinds of bullshit with law enforcement doing stupid shit. Now they're right. talking about lowering the standards to get more cops. You don't lower standards. You pay them more money. You give them better right. training. I mean, they shoot, what? I shoot 400 rounds a day. Most law enforcement doesn't shoot but maybe 50 rounds a year. Right. You're, you're not proficient. You're not into threat, threat analysis. You don't understand when to shoot, when not to shoot. Right. Hell, I shoot all the damn time, and clearly I don't know when to shoot all the damn time. You know, you know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm gonna see if Red will drop his ass. Right. You know. Well, do not was... do not give Todd a gun. Right. Well, and that was my mom. My mom actually voluntarily stopped driving because she was like, "I can't do it anymore." You know, she got too nervous around things, and you know, and I think what did it for her is she was driving down one of our roads in the small town I used to live in. And this kid, it was dark, and this kid came running out from between two vehicles wearing dark clothes, and she almost hit him. And that freaked her out so much, even though it was his fault, that she just quit driving. And I kind of respect her for that, because she scared the crap out of me. Well, I respect your mother, and I think she should just lay back and let me do all the driving. I got her. I got her. (laughs) That's what I'm going to be doing. (laughs) Come on, just shut up, both of you. (laughs) You know, she is awesome. She is obviously an she is obviously an awesome lady, and I I should definitely respect her. And I do. She will never sleep in the wet spot. 
No. <laughs> I have no. towels. We're good. I would take. I would take one for the team. See, and Scott has a big enough bed that you can fit like four people in there comfortably. Why well, do you think I have a big bed? I was going to say, not four people, depending on you know their size, because you know we know a certain somebody that no. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, and even when I, I mean, because Scott and I don't do anything like that. So even when I spend the night, if he doesn't have somebody else over, I'll sleep on the other side of the bed because a his couch is not that comfortable, and b you know it's big enough that we could fit two people in between us and be okay. <laughs> This is true. Like, okay, yeah. first of all, you do realize that now Scott's trying to find two other people. And he's going to make I know. that shit happen. I know. I know. Oh, <laughs> no planning on it. I already have. We're good. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I'm not right in the head. Scott, Scott, has, Scott has advertisements up all over town. <laughs> For a good time, call Scott. I write my name on bathroom stalls. You kidding me? For a good time. <laughs> That's right. Women don't have to do it. Scott goes into the women's restroom and does it. God dang right. I sneak in and go... Okay, look, for a good time, call Scott, and it's 360. (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah, it's like, no. (laughs) But, yeah, and so, you know what I said? It's like, going back to the whole victimologies and stuff like that is, um, we have come across, like I said, some sick dudes. Even some sick women. And, um, I mean, let's not forget Catherine Knight in Australia. Oh, my God. Dude, <laughs> check this shit out. Oh, my God. He's going to laugh at this, too. <laughs> Number one, we're doing Catherine Knight, and she's out of Australia, and she was a meat cutter working for a meat packing plant. That was yeah. her whole family That's tradition. Yeah. But this was the best thing. She worked on the boning room floor. Ed Tammy said that, and I almost died. No, you said it because I, I researched I? it, and you. Oh, that's right. I presented it, yeah. that one. I, I read "boning room floor," and I almost damn died. Yeah, well, I got one of those myself. <laughs> ah, what a coinciding! But this chick skinned her ex-husband, ex-boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, yeah, and hung his skin up uh, in a doorway. And the cops, when they raided the place, thought it was a curtain at first. Yeah, it was bad, bad. Did we lose him? Toddly. Oh. oh, I guess we lost him. Okay. Oh, well, I guess we were talking to ourselves. As always, God, I love talking to him, dude. I do too. I just, I don't even know. I mean, what the, to say. the system cut it a little short that time, but still, it was. Yeah, it's exactly. always hilarious. Well, I mean, I'm telling you, and I had said it in the phone call. It's like we started his calls at 6 a.m. our time. Yeah. So I mean, even though we'd each had a couple cups of coffee in us by that time, it's like, dude, this is way too early. I didn't sleep for shit. That's my normally I'm up at three thirty in the morning, but like I got to bed super late and I had a hard time sleeping. And well, yeah, I mean, and I had to spend the night last night because you know we were doing Todd so early this morning, and you were snoring kind of a lot last night, which is unusual. Yeah, I was tired. I still am tired. Yeah, because I'm having all those dreams about your mom. And we are done. Well, you mentioned she wears really big panties and she might throw them up on stage. I did not does. say she might throw them up on stage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you said, shut up. <laughs> I, I will take those with me, those used panties no, everywhere. What I did say was that maybe when she's out here in August, you got might be able to schedule a show so she can go. But I did mm-hmm. not say. <laughs> I wanted to throw those panties up on stage. <laughs> wow, wow. Holy shit. All right. Remember, you can check us out on Medium. Crime Beat on Medium, wherever you get your blogs. Uh, let's see. What else? Get on to Facebook. 
Um, join Citizens of Brutal Nation and interact with us because we got nothing better to do. So I'm, I'm good with it. I'm trying to think of what I, what I normally say. Jesus Christ, I'm so freaking tired. I know, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, we start way too early this morning. This show's copyrighted 2023 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved. And if you're hearing this or any part of this on anybody that's a show, they're lying. Thieving bastards. And we will see you guys later on. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.